0: just as how we seemingly find a different sentence to inspire us every single time we reread the same book, sometimes a line or verse of a song that we'd heard a hundred times before can hit differently. It can reach straight into our hearts, even. I think it's true that we only see what we want to see and we only hear what we want to hear. Like after a breakup, for instance. We feel like every song in the world is written about me. All the sad breakup lyrics that we didn't pay attention to before so are so, so relatable all of a sudden. It feels like the whole world is in on it to play those sad breakup songs wherever I go. Are there any songs or lines that you have been noticing more often than usual lately? Any lyrics that seem to linger in your heart longer than expected? I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was Track 3 by Isora. I loved starting the show with that song because um, it's just like the opening, right? She actually didn't even give titles to her song, so it makes you have to listen to the lyrics and decide what mood it is for you. Sometimes it could be a random song that you've known for a long time and then just one day it just hits you different, right? It comes straight into your heart, out of the blue, and it just takes root. This happens um, more dramatically, I think, with songs that we knew when we were younger, before we really comprehended the true meanings of the lyrics. And even as we sang along to them, uh, we thought it was the one thing. And then years later, We'll realize, oh no, it was absolutely not that, but another thing. And as a grown-up, we'll be awed by the meanings that had just totally gone over our heads all those years. Has this ever happened to you? I can already think of a couple songs that um, falls into this category. Well, wondering if that's happening to you guys now, what kind of song lyrics do you find yourself being drawn to these days? In other words, what kind of songs do you feel like listening to today? Our global roll call is coming up in just a moment, so send in your song requests as you also tell me where you are and what you're doing. As always, your Saiyander stories and anecdotes about anything and everything else are welcome too. You can use the chat board on Kong, right on the message boards on our website, at world.kbs.co.kr or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at kbs one fine day and Facebook at facebook.com slash EnglishKBS If you're streaming us via YouTube on youtube.com slash kbsworldradioservice you can leave your messages there. Alright, if you have a Korean phone number one more option for you You can send a text to sharp 8150. A regular SMS text will cost 51, and a long text or MMS message will cost 101 per text. In part two of today's show, we'll be joined by K pop producer engineer John Kim for an inside look into the world of K pop for K pop inside and. Of course, the camera will be on in our special uh, farewell week of OFD. We are doing Pora, the famous Apoinen radio, the YouTube live stream. So you can find us on YouTube at KBS World Radio Service for part two. Okay, I'll be back now with today's Where Are You? after this. Here's Paul Kim with 우리 만남이, but I'll miss you. day is coming to you live from seoul korea where it's currently 5:23 p.m gosh i don't know what's going on but it feels like the peak of summer outside it was so hot so hot that i'm actually drinking a cold beverage what <laughs> although it is a gorgeous and lovely day i'm sure you saw my story about it Right now I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in 여의도, Seoul. Where are you? Time now for our global roll call. A chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to right now, aside from listening to the radio, of course. Where are you? All right, JS 2017 writes, 안녕하세요, 정연 누나, 롱다리나. Ah, that's just the angle of the camera there. Why is the time going so fast this week? I'm feeling a mixture of weird feelings. I'm headed to Sabongsan Mountain on my bicycle to calm myself. All right, calm down now. Calm down. Not the end of the world. Just... <laughs> Radio 1ER171 says There's a gentle breeze in the air in Tongyeong Looks like autumn is coming Ooh, I heard Tongyeong is so pretty If it's really pretty here in Seoul I can just imagine what beautiful scenery You must be enjoying down there Well, thank you so much for checking in Jungsook75 writes DJ Lina, I took a walk at lunch And it was so hot I think it'll still be a while before autumn gets here. Yeah, if it wasn't for the temperature, if you look outside, like it's a picture out the window or something, it does look like autumn with those famous high skies, the 높은 of autumn. Beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous, clean air. Um, But yeah, we just don't know what's with the heat. (laughs) Here I am, 0203 writes, 안녕하세요 DJ Lina It's September but it's still hot 오늘도 화이팅입니다 Yes I know we're all kind of puzzled about this crazy heat 02912 writes Hello unnie I can feel autumn from this week's where are you photos though it is still above 30 degrees Celsius in Japan Autumn is my favorite season because my birthday is in October I wish I had known your radio in 2017 so that I could get birthday wishes from you. I'm sad that my autumn with OFD is so short, but still, I think it'll be a good memory. Oh, thank you so much. It was a short but sweet, as we like to say. And I'll just go ahead and wish you a very, very early happy birthday from OFD. All right, song requests. We have a request from listeners Beatleys, who writes Hello, Changyan The collage of OFD Instagram photos behind you looks wonderful. It looks like a collection of times. Oh, very well put. Every afternoon, I was so happy to see a new photo of you uploaded here. I also enjoy taking photos and sometimes tracing my ordinary days back by looking through my album. Just as photos uh, being a channel to travel old days, OFD was a channel to travel around the world of DJ Lena. I would surely reminisce the days I spent with OFD later. Thank you, and I'd like to request Sasuan 거세소 by Ang Miu. Alrighty, wonderful. Um, yes, uh, this was um, some... Our wonderful OFD listeners uh, prepared this wall of <laughs> wall of my face behind me here that we hung up for this week. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. It, um, it was a very nicely curated, I have to say. A uh, little mixture of recent and older pics. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, our guests, it's a big hit with our guests. They love staring at the uh, wall of my face. <laughs> So thank you guys for that. Nejongjo writes, 안녕하세요, 정연 The weather felt like it was getting cooler, but it's so hot. All I've been doing lately is writing songs little by little and prepping veggies and washing the dishes. But I finally have an opportunity to join the Purue Myongo choir. I'm going to be there next Monday, but you won't be and so i want to request a song with very relatable lyrics so please play buskers buskers and timing 정연 누나 항상 고마워요 사랑해요 well congratulations uh, joining the 부래 명곡 or immortal songs choir that is a big deal one step closer uh, to uh, your dreams of doing music Oh, I really, really hope it works out for you. Sorry I won't be here next Monday. <laughs> Alright, let's listen to these two song requests. First up, Ang Miu with 사소한 거세서, Every Little Thing, followed by Busker Busker with Sarang and timing, Love is Timing. That was Busker Busker with Sarangan timing, love is timing. And before that, we heard Angmi with "Sasohan 것에서, or every little thing. I'm Kelly Wright. I love the angle of today's picture. Our beloved DJ is nicely captured. There's only a short window of time left to enjoy a picture of you taken by our skilled in-house photographer, Unni. Oh. The sky looks absolutely gorgeous today. Just a scene from a picturesque postcard. It's so beautiful that the sky fills me with a sense of comfort and puts me in a nice mood just by looking at it. If I hope I can sleep well tonight with the comfort I felt from the sky, my feelings always come and go, but I love the way the sky shows consistency. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I was uh, kind of running up out and about. I had a schedule before radio today, and so we were traveling, and gosh, that sky, really, really gorgeous. Um, It it felt like looking at a very vaulted sky, right? Um, So high and vast that it really felt like, hey, my problems are small. (laughs) And that's a comforting feeling, that's for sure. Haro-chan writes, The colors of your hair and the top look great together. My head feels so much clearer after a good sleep. Sleep really is the best. How many hours do you sleep per day? Oh, well, that varies depending on uh, what uh, schedules that I may have the next day or not, whether it's a long day or not. But uh, I... I have what Koreans say i can sleep a very long time if i put my mind to it if i don't have an alarm clock to tell me what time it is just to give me a little nudge on a day off then i will sleep through the day that's for sure uh probably i can sleep till like i don't know dinner time no problem but on average um i'm looking at about seven eight eight hours I, I shoot for it. That's the ideal in, in any case. <laughs> YS Angela32 writes, Honni, I haven't felt like Pavlov's dog waiting for the where are you post when the time of the day came. Sometimes seeing the alert was enough to put a smile on my face. Some days I'd debate which scion to write, and other days I'd think of a whole scion only to be too busy to write. At first, it was a little overwhelming to write, but as most things in life, it was only hard at first. (laughs) Today, I happened to open a mail by Sujikishi, who I met in Fukuoka, and it reminded me of the fun conversation of the day. One day when I tune into OFD's podcast, I'll probably think to myself, when did I write such a science? That's true. I think that's another really fun aspect of the podcasts for listeners, that you can go back and actually hear. It's like having pages of your diary being read to you. Oh, when was I doing that? You know, or oh, I was like studying for the exam for this and that. Oh, and bringing back all the memories. Well, that's all archived there for you. All right. We have a song request from listener Kim min shi And it's actually one of mine, and it's kind of obscure here because it wasn't actually, I don't think it was released in Korea. It was actually released um, on a Japanese album. And it is the English version of uh, a song called Kubabu And it is called The Gold Within by me, Pak Jung-hyun. It's our next song break. Listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Alicia wrote, Right now on Kong, Hey, the Gold Within. This was one of the first Lena songs I heard back in the day. Back when her English and Japanese songs were easier to access online than her Korean songs. Ah yes. <laughs> I guess there really was a time when that was that was a thing. Yes, um, good to hear that one again, although I have to say I'm not very happy with my vocal performance, but (laughs) Uh, earlier on Instagram, Alicia had wrote, had a really hard time saying goodbye to Cynthia yesterday, probably one of my toughest goodbyes in the history of OFD. I'm assured that Lena will continue to bless us with great music, performances, and occasional appearances on TV and radio. But I don't even know where, when, or how I'd be able to hear Cynthia's soothing voice again. To think, she's been the only co-host who's been regularly on live weekly segments from the first time I tuned into OFD. And her segments are also vastly different to the music-related ones on the remaining days, making Tuesdays all the more special. She taught me so much about Korea through Like a Local And now she's the only one I trust for K-drama commentary. Hope I can hear her voice again soon on KBS World Radio or YouTube. What a lovely, lovely message. I'm sure that Cynthia is going to really appreciate it. Uh, I'm so screen capturing that and sending it to her tonight. We'll definitely relay your sentiment. Tape Wern wrote yesterday when... Twey wrote that he had to rush to the toilet to write a quick anecdote to <laughs> I can totally relate, because that's what I did too. Sometimes I would write in haste, not bothering to check my grammar, and just try to submit my story five minutes before 5.10pm KST. One of my buddies asked me why I write every day. I guess my answer to that question would be that I want to play a small part in the show, too, by contributing my stories to the Where Are You segment. Honestly, English is not my forte, but I force myself to write, and I guess being consistent in my writing helped me to improve. I'm not sure whether you guys enjoy reading my stories as much as I enjoy writing them, but I want to take this opportunity to thank you all for this Where Are You segment. By the way, thanks for correcting many of the grammatical mistakes that I have made thus far. Writing my stories to OFD will be one of the memories that I will cherish forever. All right. Uh, I wanted to address Alicia. I forgot to kind of comment on it that, yes, every saying goodbye to every guest has been so heartbreaking. Um, And I'm sure that you're going to be able to find Cynthia at the very least, even though you don't hear her voice. You can, I think, follow her on Instagram because I think it's an open account. And I'm sure you actually already do. <laughs> um, but yes, you will probably crop up here and there in one way, shape or form or other, I think. And Taepae hey, Wern, your there uh, your, your anecdotes were always exquisitely written. First of all, to say English is not your forte is being extremely and overly humble because you, uh, you kind of blew our minds once in a while with a crazy, crazy hard word that neither Liz or, or I or PDD could kind of, huh? We had to look it up in the dictionary, um, and uh, everything was always very, very well written. So don't worry about that. Ji Young seventeen four seventeen wrote. 정연 언니, The exhibition had a good start, and the fact that someone's looking at my work is enough to make me feel like I'm on cloud nine. I hope to keep going so that I could turn every corner of life with this feeling. I have a song request, Iue Epilogue. Wow. Yay. How exciting getting your work out there. Just what an incredible feeling. It's sort of like the first time my first album came out. Wow. It's out there. Are people going to like it? That anticipation. Well, congratulations on the exhibition. And I hope you get some great feedback and networking and opportunities. We took a little quick peek like a little sneak peek on your instagram because we were curious and lovely stuff truly truly lovely stuff so um beautiful color palette good luck all right here is chiyoung's song request i you with epilogue Today, we have two songs that share the title, very pretty title, of Dreams. First, we will listen to the K-pop song, Dreams, by Kepler. This girl group was formed in 2021 through an audition program that consisted of contestants from Korea, China, and Japan. So they are known as the fourth generation super rookie group created by global fandom. Their song Dreams was a part of their third mini-album, entitled Troubleshooter, released in 2022. Here's a bit of the song's lyrics. Unbelievable things are happening in front of my eyes. Over the gap between the held hands, it softly blooms in the name of love and flies like a butterfly beckoning me toward the world that holds you. I dream of you. Very pretty imagery there. Dreams blooming, blooming, spreading wings like a butterfly. As for our non-K-pop song of the day, we'll listen to Dreams by American singer-songwriter and YouTuber Chloe Moriando. This artist with over 3 million subscribers, is known and beloved for her musical style that blends indie pop, bedroom pop, and hyper pop, as well as her fun and colorful hairstyles, along with her petty boop lashes. Her song, Dreams, was released as a single in 2021, and it goes like this. Now here I go again. I see the crystal visions, I keep my visions to myself. I keep them to myself. It's only me who wants to wrap around your dreams. And have you any dreams you'd like to sell? Dreams of loneliness. All right. Let's listen to these two songs about two different kinds of dreams. Back to back right now. Dreams by Kepler followed by Dreams by Chloe Moriando. That was Chloe Chloe Moriando's version of the classic Fleetwood Mac song. I didn't know it was a cover. Dreams. And before that, it was Dreams by Kepler. Those were the parallel universe songs of the day. Alright, coming up in part two of today's show, we will be joined by K-pop producer-engineer John Kim for an insider's in-depth insight into the industry of K-pop for K-pop Inside on camera on YouTube live stream, so that's right. It is in Radio time, so get ready. I will be right back with part two after one more song break. Here is Namu or Tree by Car the Garden. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In just a moment, we'll get an expert insider's view into the world of K-pop with K-pop producer, engineer John Kim. And if you haven't yet, it's time to switch over to youtube.com slash at KBS World Radio Service because we're just about to turn that camera on. All right, let's take a quick song break to give John some time to settle in. First up, here's Kimbomsu with Natana up here, followed by EXO with Lucky. <music> The world of K pop is ever changing and ever evolving. You think you're keeping up, but all it takes is a blink of an eye before you find yourself playing catch up. Fortunately, we know some folks in the know experts who can help us stay on track by sharing their secrets from the inside. Yes, it's time for K pop inside. K-Pop Inside is a segment designed to help us keep up to date And learn a little bit more about K-pop. Now to share his views from the inside, we have producer and engineer John Kim joining me in the studio. Hello,
1: everyone. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
0: Everyone, I don't want to make you uncomfortable or nervous because I know Mm -hmm. that you're not like totally comfortable being on camera. Obviously, (laughs) if it's not your job to be on camera, it is Mm -hmm. quite an unnatural thing. Yeah, it could Um, be. Yes, so you're not like, uh, one of those weird kids who loved being on the center of attention on camera, like I was. <laughs> well,
1: actually, actually, were when you I, like that when you? I was in high school? When I originally uh, was like, yeah, I'm going to do music, and I, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make this into a career. I wanted to be a singer. At yeah, first. you were a vocalist. So, so when I applied to Berkeley, um, I was yeah, applying as a, and... Right, right. I had to do all that, and so I had to practice a lot. And so yeah. what I did was there was this like live broadcasting website where uh-huh. it was like um, everyone gets like a five minute slot before mm-hmm. it changes to the next person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I would line up there and then I would wait for my turn and I play a song and be like oh what what can I do to get better everyone like what do you think I remember <laughs> that's that so cute back in the day before streaming became a big yes, thing yes right yeah.
0: oh that's so cute I,
1: I did do that but now just you know as as a producer and engineer we're, we're always in the background yeah right?
0: you're behind the console yeah. so right? it's
1: it's even for me like it's nerve wracking getting in front of the mic too because mm-hmm. you know it's it's not it's not, it's normal not a for natural me, right? thing so... that's
0: true but you couldn't mm. tell i couldn't oh. <clears throat> tell that you're nervous um, you have this infectiously positive attitude mm. um, always kind of brightens up even it even though it's a wednesday and yes. even though it was a monday's mm-hmm. <laughs> when you started out here um, lim twit is extremely excited he goes no way he skipped oh, his Shin he skipped his my train goodness. ride he's like i'll catch the next one so that he could tune in today
1: man i'm so sad that this is the last one though. i know oh it's gosh. been uh-huh. just
0: uh, a week of emotions mm-hmm. uh, every guest has been reacting very differently
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure
0: young day was quite mm-hmm. quite emotional oh, I bet. um from the very beginning he just couldn't mm-hmm. stop talking kind of like you know, like uh, those award recipients on an oh, awards show, yes. where you have to like start playing music to kick them oh, yeah. off.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> he, he was kind of like that. It was, mm. but it's been so much fun. It's been for fun. Sure. And for sure. also, Tepe Warren says so nice. We can finally put a face to the name. We says don't ignore <laughs> the camera, guys. We're watching today. But uh, I'll say that for some people, like Young Day, who's also his job is being on camera. But for, sure. for people who is not normally on camera, yeah, let me just. Get oh, yeah, the... <laughs> I generally yes, I generally tell them to ignore the camera, so um, right. that's what we're doing because yeah. it's business as usual. We still sure. got songs to get to, and yes. wow, this is a All right, this
1: is so great. Let me let me just. I can kind explain.
0: of already see what you did here. Yes,
1: yeah, so we've been doing this segment together now for a little over two years now, Gosh, and it's already been. Two I know, years. right? I mean, the show's six years old. How crazy is that? But, I feel I mean,
0: like you're still like. New.
1: I still feel new.
0: New, <laughs> but, ah. Yeah.
1: Uh... But yeah, it's been over two years and, you know, um, I I like to say this is my, like, weekly study session, right? And in that time, we've gone through a lot of different music and um, we've seen a lot of trends going, you know, back and forth. But I think there were some really cool songs that we listened to and a lot of cool groups that emerged out of nowhere, right? Yeah. And I think it was just, it would be a cool idea to just look back and kind of reminisce over the things that we enjoyed and, you know, we came across a little bit
0: of a retrospective of K-pop inside Mm -hmm. and it's true it just happened to be quite some exciting times yeah um and what was really fun was discovering these new kind of the changing face of k-pop over the past Mm -hmm. couple years together yeah Yeah. right and navigating it together Mm -hmm. um and wow you picked probably the most
1: oh yeah impacting the the first one is Mm -hmm. it's you knew it was coming it's new jeans right um when they first came out Mm -hmm. you know when i first heard their music because they came out unpromoted right there was no teaser there was like no like promotion and build up to this new group like a lot of companies do right Mm -hmm. they kind of came out of nowhere and they had this sound that Mm -hmm. was just so out there right they were so like too too cool for school (laughs) our chords are really hard our (laughs) harmonies are kind of dissonant our chords are really hard our chords are hard and our harmonies are are dissonant but but we we own it a lot
0: of r&b chords yes
1: and so for an idol group, that's really rare to see. Yeah, you don't yeah. really see them experimenting and doing those kinds of hardcores because no. it's hard to so There's, or to. You it's know? not
0: like user friendly, right, right? Or right. not even cafe friendly, <clears throat> although right. now. Mm-hmm but yeah new yeah. jeans gosh
1: yeah they they came out the doors just running and they said hey this is our sound we're mm-hmm. gonna stick with it and this yeah. is our look this is our whole concept and mm-hmm. they've really built on that right yeah. and you know they might have started off on like not the best terms just cause mm-hmm. when they were first coming out they mm-hmm. started off uh, as a group because there was this whole controversy with the seraphim right with right, one of their member changes right. and so Hyde was like we're gonna just Papush you or we're just gonna sticker <laughs> put this girl group sticker on top of this issue. But you know, it really worked out because they it's have true. become the the one of the best selling girl groups and not only that, but because of this competition, it yeah. let La Le Seraphim kind of do their own thing in the background and build up their own sound and kind now, of
0: regroup as well. Right, right. Yeah. So now,
1: you know, it's not like Two groups are fighting to have their spot no. in the company right? They are their own distinct, you know.
0: They're like the two mm-hmm. different queens of two different kingdoms. Yes. Right? They mm-hmm. both reign. Yeah. Um, they and then and they coexist very, you know, nicely. And that's right. Mm-hmm. It was I mean, we didn't feel mm-hmm. like it was uh, we weren't going to be a bad sport about it and mention it at the time, but after the right. fact, we can mention New Jeans was rolled it- out. Very suddenly. I mean It was a good move
1: though, I It think. was a good move. I mean
0: and we were like why yeah. didn't they come out sooner? Like they right. they've just been hiding this, yeah. this gem.
1: They they did really well. You know, they're and I always say this they mm-hmm. did a really good job with their first EP where they made every single song a title. Yes. they did everything right with production. There are no like any there are no cracks yeah. right it's everything just seamless works. yeah every single song has a fantastic mm-hmm. video, mm-hmm. great choreography, and they always have this stage presence where they're confident although they're young yeah. and rookies yeah. they still are right? because mm-hmm. they've only been out for a little over a year now. Can you believe that they but, just
0: but they're so just in- right. Everywhere now, right. um, and they dominate the K-pop. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they're the too cool for school. Yeah. They even the, the tone of their music is like oh, we don't really care. They, they, that's like how right. they sing, right? Right. Um, and uh, it just it's just mind-blowing right. and it was fun to discover new jeans together yeah, it was
1: it was a lot of fun you know the way that they hit number one on every single one every of their scene. releases it always left me with something like whenever i come in for my segment i'm like okay new jeans is out time <laughs> to talk about it let's talk about it let's dissect it and it, yeah. it was a lot of fun and i i still love listening to their music and this one in particular their first one out it was attention right Gosh. the the two difficult chord work yeah crazy
0: harmonies yeah doesn't get old it doesn't get old and i this is one of the songs where it's like the first time you hear it, you don't forget it and yeah you, i remember going what is this right <laughs> let's all remember it again here is new jeans with attention Still so good, so Still good. good. Finally, maybe I can get super shy out of my head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you know what? For me, right now it's ETA.
0: What's oh your my ETA? Gosh. It, what's your those ETA? two go back and forth. Yeah, but when I get that, uh-huh. what's your ETA in my head? Uh-huh. It just will not leave.
1: <laughs> you know, these songs they're such growers, right? Because really at first, yeah. it's kind of difficult, right? All the songs are yeah. not easy.
0: The first right? time I heard ETA was cuz you brought it in mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I told you I don't really get it and you said it's a slow one. Yeah. And yeah, and it's then It's a I...
1: grower. It's going to grow on you. <laughs> it, it, it takes a few listens but yeah. once it's there it's it's not leaving.
0: Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. crazy. Alrighty, righty, we're gonna yes. move right along. What's our next song, John? All
1: right, so we went through a lot of cool songs mm-hmm. over the years, and there were a lot of cool artists that I worked with over the time. And yes, that this was one, great yeah, I brought in some artists. of those those songs too. Mm-hmm. But among those, you know, this one really stood out to me just because I, I was looking back on our list. Like I mentioned while we were, you know, just talking, yeah. I have this huge list of all the songs we've done over the years, and I was just scrolling through, and there were so many great memories that I was mm-hmm. thinking back. And this one really stood out to me. So this one is Flashlight by Jacoby. And the time where we listened to this was actually right after I had gotten married and <gasps> came back.
0: And oh. um, what
1: happened was, uh, this is a song that got released mm-hmm. after Jacoby came to my wife and I. We had we had our wedding in Korea and in L.A., I see. but we went on an L.A. trip with our friends as bridesmaids bridesmaids and groomsmen. The wedding party. And yeah, and he he came as a photographer. Oh, how And so while we were there, we had a lot of good times. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the trip, when Mm -hmm. we were going on our honeymoon, uh, a lot of our friends decided to get together and make a trip to Joshua Tree Park. And so they had a lot of fun there. And Jacoby, since he's a photographer as well, um, he captured a lot of the the stars and just (sighs) the beautiful scenery. And that trip is what inspired this song
0: really yes. so you inspired mm-hmm. this song well not me well if you weren't getting married you wouldn't even be in Joshua Tree well yeah.
1: <laughs> I guess but you know and so obviously since this is a song that he came up with mm-hmm. while I was in the States with him and mm-hmm. we were all together um, he asked me to mix it and mm-hmm. I just remember we had so much fun being super creative with this one wow. and um, this was one of those songs where you know um, I was allowed as mix engineer to have a lot of creative freedom because oh you know um, just as engineers sometimes we're just taught and we're asked to just you know paint within the lines right just Mm. do what's necessary, you sure, know, but sure. not anything more than that. So right. maybe clean things up right. and get things to the right levels uh, but don't add any unnecessary effects, right. right? But this is one of those times where Jacoby was like, you know, you and I, we were in the creative process together. We were inspired together. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to mix it but I want you to be creative. Wow. And so this is one where I really got to do that. I got to help with a lot of the sound design and sculpting the vocals and um, one thing in particular about this song um, is we were listening to a lot of radio um while we were on our road trips. Okay. In, in LA too. And there was a lot of Katy Perry going on oh, at the time. There,
0: really? there was
1: a lot of Katy Perry. <laughs> and so um you're gonna hear some of those elements in oh, here. That's you're gonna awesome. hear those and fitting. Yes. Really? Those old school, like three years ago Katy Perry sounds, <laughs> okay. right? Those are all in there, but mm-hmm. they're they're not old. They're not like old or outdated or anything it's just a
0: little bit nostalgic it's not retro yes by any means Mm -hmm. how exciting and um it's called flashlight yes is there a particular story behind the flashlight of it i don't
1: remember okay i don't remember (laughs) we'll we'll have to listen and if there is i'm sure we'll find out
0: all right um that's one thing also that we Mm -hmm. really loved about this segment is Mm -hmm. your um Expertise as an actual audio engineer, Mm -hmm. you're you being able to hear things that no one else can hear, really, like including me. um, (laughs) uh, It's always fun to hear a little. Tips and stuff on how to listen to music differently, and also listening to your um, your own stuff has been mm. another pleasure. Uh, or stuff that you have been projects that you've been part of. For sure. In fact, I don't know if our listeners remember the mm. uh, background signal music that signals oh, us geez. in to. The opening of K-pop my outside goodness. and inside is actually John. He was just like, oh, it's just one of my old things. You can use I it I made if that you want. in
1: 2015 when I was still in school. <laughs> yes. I was surprised you used it. Every time I listen to it, I'm just like, You're cringing, why are we right? still using this? <laughs> You're cringing.
0: I love uh-huh. it. It's perfect. <laughs> All right, but now it is. Um, this is from 2020. Yes, and a much more schooled and experienced um, mixing engineer here, mm-hmm. and here's Jacoby with flashlight. That was Jacoby with Flashlight. (laughs) I was getting all the little, like, trivia on what the sources are Uh or were for this stuff. I'm loving the, like, slightly synth poppy rhythm of it. Mm -hmm. I was asking you about it because I was um, trying to kind of create that Uh rhythm where it's, like, it's moving. But I wasn't really sure... What was necessary to achieve that feeling? It so. can be
1: a lot of different things. But for this one, this is, like I was mentioning, it's right when The weekend came out. And they were like right. getting really big, right? And right. they had that whole thing happening where they used these really short percussive sounds yeah, yeah. across the stereo field. Right. And so this is a little bit of that with Katy Perry and you know there's like a lot of old school sounds that you're mentioning like from the 80s with like this flute synth happening at the
0: end that I was just listening to Kate Bush earlier Uh before I came to radio today Mm -hmm. you know that the the Stranger Things song where it just blew up uh, running up that hill had a little reminiscent kind of throwback to that for sure cool stuff Um, but we're so busy chatting as you could tell (laughs) so we don't exactly know why still it's Flashlight but you guys, go back and listen to it.
1: I'm I'm pretty sure it was just because, you know, Joshua Tree is so dark. And so you need <laughs> a flashlight to look around. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's what I'm it was. I'm sure it's a
0: metaphor for you're my light in the dark. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Alrighty, what's our next song? Our
1: Woo-hoo! next song is another really big one that I really liked. Um, I thought it was really fresh, really new at the time. It's Rush Hour by Crush featuring so j My goodness. So this song, I mean... When it first came out, I was so shocked because I had worked with Crush in the past, right? Right. And this is right where he was in his transitional period from Mm -hmm. coming out of um his really I'm so cool like I wanna be like I wanna be this cool R&B master sort of an usher
0: kind of exactly he was wearing the
1: the red suit right.
0: leather jacket yeah it was yeah, that I era that. I was but so sick <laughs> he
1: was coming out of that and coming into his more natural yeah. um, vibe right now mm-hmm. softer side yeah and he has his whole band now right yeah. band Wanderlust mm-hmm. and they they have their own unique sound mm-hmm. and um as he was coming out of that era he also switched companies too right That's he moved right. into Big Daddy Size company and so there was a lot of stuff going on with Crush which ultimately led to a huge shift in his sound yeah um even now you're gonna hear a lot of differences in his old music when he performs it live uh, when he does it with his band now the pyongok or the arrangement is mm-hmm. super different they do imagine. a lot of different chord work yeah. um, some of the songs they simplify or bring down the key mm-hmm. because he just doesn't sing the way he did before, right? Yeah. Because he um,
0: overexerted, right? He we were totally talking about overexerted.
1: That. He sang with his throat, right? Yes. But okay. he's learned to soften up and just, uh, he doesn't need to have that aggressive, like,
0: na 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 nah, sound. You <clears throat> know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: He's, he's a lot more natural and open now. And uh, that combined with size incredible um, knack for marketing and just having yeah. the best trends. Mm-hmm. It led to this with with BTS involved, right? And so this one was really cool. Crush was doing his first performance yeah. on um, like a Live performance show. You know, in Korea, they have all those live performance shows yes. that all the idols go on. Yeah, and the church shows. Yeah. yeah, and and Crush was never into that because he was, like, a underground R&B artist for a long time.
0: Yeah, I mean, he did the umbangs like, mm-hmm. at the very beginning, of right, course. Right, but, right. yeah, after that, he's like, um oh, And, and beyond so...
1: That. He he yeah he was beyond that but then big daddy Sai <laughs> sent him a text message i think you could still find it on his social media where Sai yeah. was like it's your time to go back
0: oh. you're coming back
1: to those those programs yeah. now and crush was like i haven't been on any of those programs yeah. before i don't know what i'm doing yeah. right but you know Sai just paired him up with the best choreographer. Um, I think his name was... uh, It's B.B. Trippin'. And this is the (laughs) guy... No, I'm serious. It's B.B. Trippin'. This is the guy that did um, That That for Sai, right? That's a super addictive and popular Mm -hmm. dance as well. And so Sai brought in all his resources to get Crush, you know, back on that main stage. Mm -hmm. And just since then, Crush has really been doing well. You know, he's been all across social media doing features and doing shows for yeah. a lot of people and he's really grown his artistry into more of a mainstream not like an underground like R&B right r&b artist, R&B but artist but he's yeah. like a mainstream almost right. even like a r&b pop right artist these days
0: i mean even though he was um you know r&b or hardcore r&b though mm-hmm. um even though maybe he was out of the mainstream eye for a while, he was still Mm -hmm. always a giant... For sure. ...in um, that genre, Mm -hmm. right? And he really became an icon of it. Mm -hmm. But when he came out with this song, it was... So exciting. It yeah. was just... Like, I wanted a clap for him. Like,
1: Good The, the job. whole production behind it. It's you know, so the fun. Yeah.
0: It's... And we had kind of like emo crush for a long time, yeah. right? Very soft and mm-hmm. sensitive. Um, the lyrics as well. And this yeah. one is just... Let's have fun. Yeah. And we forgot how rhythmic he could be. It's Rhythmical really cool. he could be.
1: I think it's just... When you have such great talent, right? Yeah. Um, and... You don't have all the resources sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when you can finally express yes. what you're feeling because yes. you have the resources, I feel yes. like this is the what you get, right? Absolutely. You get something like this.
0: It's so it's so much fun, and I'm so <laughs> glad that you brought this in because this is one of the highlights, definitely, that I remember discovering with you, John. Mm-hmm. Here is Rush Hour. It's Crush featuring J Hope. That was Rush Hour with Crush featuring J-Hope. Can I share that fun trivia that you just short? Uh, That la, 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 that really cool intermission kind of Mm -hmm. little breakdown there um, was actually a, a whole demo just by itself yeah. that Crush wanted to eventually develop into a song yes. um, but it never found a home so I'm mm-hmm. really glad it found a home in this there's, song there's a lot of stuff great. like
1: that with Crush yeah. he does a lot of acapella work and he yeah. records it on his phone yeah. and um, there's
0: got great ears yeah, yeah yeah and
1: he can never find a spot for that in his song <laughs> so if you listen to his songs yeah. and some of his albums there are certain sections in songs or even certain like interlude songs where yeah. it's like just jam packed of uh, harmonies and it's usually what happens is he made this demo and had nowhere to put it and so he just threw it into the middle of the song as a bridge or something right
0: well that's fine if it doesn't find a home in a in a larger song then mm-hmm. I guess it was just meant to be in and of itself a small song yeah yeah, for sure alrighty it's that time
1: oh my gosh I can't believe it's the end it's oh. the
0: last one my
1: goodness man I, I want to share with you guys yeah. you know over the years we've done a lot of who are you's before it turned into a who are you um, I, I just brought in some obscure artists at right, the time right. but a lot of those artists are no longer who are you's you know exactly. we know who they are now um you know, some of them have grown and done really well. And, you know, some of them were never that small to begin with, but they have grown into becoming more mainstream artists, mm-hmm. right? And this one in particular was my favorite. And this is the reason why I brought it in. It was actually a recent one, mm-hmm. but they've since then grown even larger. So we're talking about Memi, Memi. today. Memmi Do you remember?
0: Yes, I do! Yes.
1: She's the super talented uh-huh. uh, Metal rock guitarist, it, very solo unusual, artist.
0: but like yes. you said, super cool. Um, mm-hmm. Before we get into Memmi, uh mm-hmm. I remember seeing um, some credits on a, while I was watching a K drama. Uh-huh. Really, really popular K drama, and the music was coming out, mm-hmm. and it was by Grass. Oh yeah, and then I'm like, wait, that wasn't well, that a Who Are You artist? It was, like you said, and then the, sure. some of these people are actually not. Who are you anymore? Not, yeah. A Navy Cuoco was another one. Oh yeah,
1: one Navy Coca has grown where into We both
0: learned what a Cuoco was. Oh, I
1: remember. <laughs> yes, at first I thought it was a squirrel. I
0: just like, did. What is there a squirrel I the... just did not know it was an animal <laughs> and you said yes. it was like her uh signature mm-hmm. kind of logo. Right. Um Mami, yes, it is a more recent who are you but mm-hmm. my goodness.
1: she has really grown so into something good. large. Um if you just search up uh her live clips? They yeah. really start to go viral recently. Wow! Um, especially this song in particular. I think mm-hmm. this is her biggest one. Uh, just because it did so well with the live clip. This one is guitar pick, mm-hmm. and it's this really crazy fun song where she's like, "Where is my guitar pick?" Because you know, if you're, <laughs> do you play guitar at all? I used to. So do you? I don't know. This yeah. is kind of something else. But yeah. if you're playing guitar, like yeah. you always lose your guitar I'll picks, lose and your picks. they always end up in the laundry machine, <laughs> or if you're an acoustic guitar player sometimes it goes inside the hole and you're like holding your guitar (laughs) up like shaking the guitar to get the pick out of the hole and so that just builds up so much anger sometimes like if you can't find a pick like normally you, you just have, have to s-
0: have a. one time I tried to mm-hmm. fix that problem I actually that mm-hmm. is a line that is a lyric in my song losing oh, really? picks along the way mm. by the way that's what that means <laughs> <laughs> if everybody got, everybody knows that line Fun it's fact. losing picks along the way what does that mean Blah, losing and I yeah. thought I'd solve that problem by caring a lot
1: oh you nope. lose every you'll lose every single that. one and every single one will show up either in the laundry machine the drying machine <laughs> or it's gonna be just on the floor, rolling around somewhere. Sometimes I find it in my dog's poop.
0: Oh my, oh, oh <laughs> I, I've seen that, that happen went. before
1: too. I'll but, see,
0: mm-hmm. um, especially being not never happened in Korea, but in mm. LA, I'll see pics like on the parking lot.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, like at the Target,
0: and I'm walking, you'll just see a pick. You on know the what
1: ground. that is? It's because they have their pics in their pocket, <laughs> and also the <laughs> car keys are in their pocket as they pull oh. out the car keys. Right? Yes. Yes, the pick comes flying out as well. Yes. And so there's a lot of frustration there and I think Memi just she, she portrayed it. that so perfectly that with this song. In this really cool heavy metal song uh, where she's like <laughs> rapping and there is just all this emotion in this song. It's it's really something to listen to
0: yeah wow, it's so funny, and mm-hmm. um she's like getting super huge now, yeah, she's already. getting super huge,
1: um, like I said last time, uh, she's been on the scene for over ten years, you know, she was originally uh the lead guitarist for multiple bands, right right, right. and so she got the courage to branch out into her own thing, and she's just been gaining she's so traction cool too yeah,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. um, she's like. Kind of the new yeah. I feel like, kind of in the rise. Mm-hmm. Um, what a great pick to bring for our last. Oh, man. <laughs> who are you? Um, but I'm also really proud of, you know, you said that your mm-hmm. standard for picking the Who Are You of the Week yes. was the person who had the least likes. Yes. Right? On yeah. your music app. I mean, what a standard, and then know, here we right? are, and then some of these people have grown and evolved, and we really wish uh, success for all the artists, although I mean, it's easier said than done. It's, but... it's hard
1: to believe that mm-hmm. at the time where I was bringing Memi's song in, her last one, and her, the hearts on her track were really, really low, and that's hard to believe right now with how big she's become. I mean, you that, know, she...
0: hence the word viral.
1: Right. It is right. so,
0: like, quick Mm-hmm. Um and we're so glad that I'm so glad I could say you heard it here first, yes. folks, with um John. Here's Memi, our Who Are You, our last Who Are You mm. of O F D with Guitar Pick. <laughs> We just listened to Guitar Pick by Memmi. How <laughs>
1: cool is that song, man? Right?
0: That is so cool. I really need you to know. This is, has much less of... I remember I was uh, mm-hmm. likening her to kind of like a little bit of J-pop rock, mm, J-rock. Oh yeah. This is a less J-rocky thing. Yeah, to this me, is, this is just more more Memmi, more this herself. Is, this is
1: so metal, so cool. You know, those guitar lines that she used, those are like classic guitar lines that like For me as a guitarist, those are the lines that I would just be able to play for fun, but I would never be able to put them into a song, right? (laughs) But she's able to take those lines and just because she's doing her own thing and she's so unique, Mm -hmm. she's able to take those interesting lines and just make use of them
0: yeah it's it's so it's so mm-hmm. cool uh lim twit uh for him he says it's more like where's my train ticket where's my train ticket where's my <laughs> kim Jisoo thinks that this song would be really great for a playlist for driving i don't know because it might make you speed
1: it might make me angry <laughs> it might make you
0: angry but i think it'd be great for a workout playlist oh yeah Right,
1: You know, surprisingly, I've I mentioned this a few times, but the girly songs that have been growing in <laughs> popularity <laughs> recently have been on all of those like playlists for working out. Like if you want the like there, there are a few different ones that we all use, right? Like sure. there's the Sawa one and there's the green one, too. Yeah. But if you go into the K-pop workouts, a right. lot of those songs are like songs by like, do you remember Cupid?
0: 50 50. Uh,
1: yes, yes. That one is a big one. That's like number one on a lot of them.
0: Wow. And
1: then the new um Stacy one, bubbly bubble, or bubble. Bubbles. Right. Yes, that's that right. That one's also been huge.
0: Bubble was really good. We didn't mm-hmm. get to talk about it because it was it closed our show out last mm-hmm. week, but uh, it was really good. That was very distinctive. Mm-hmm. I remember criticizing them and saying they <laughs> all sound the same, but Bubble was very distinctive. Yeah. Um, like, uh, we really do hope Lim Tway you didn't lose your train ticket and that you were actually, you were just, um, joking. Uh, I do have to mention this really mm-hmm. cute thing uh that Alicia wrote that about no quokkas have been harmed in the process of making mm. this segment, I will say. Um, of course. Really, really cute. That was our last Who Are You and, mm-hmm. um, my goodness.
1: Yeah, I mean... I think so I was reading the comments but someone has like a, a a drive of all the all the shows recorded. So if you want to go back and check out some of those artists, <clears throat> some of them are really they they've really grown into becoming full-fledged, yeah. you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, um and some haven't.
1: Yeah, not all of them. You know, it not it, all of them it takes a combination yes. of, you know, not only skill and just effort, but it takes a little bit of luck too, you know? Yes. The the music Absolutely. industry is really tough and yeah. it's it's unforgiving but
0: very unforgiving. Very yeah. competitive. Yes. Um there's like just like this tiny amount of spots yes. with so many people wanting mm-hmm. to fill it. Um, and that's but just the nature of. There,
1: there are you know, certain people that are able to get through those little. Uh, in Korea, we call it "tim's They come through, little, right? through the cracks, and it's like a little, little weed that first comes out of the crack in the oh, pavement and a becomes a flower, image. right? It's it's kind of like that.
0: Wonderful. So
1: keep your eye out, you know. Keep your eye, Even eye out. Even if it's not for me bringing mm-hmm. in the, the Who Are Yous, definitely go through your music charts and see, oh, this person doesn't have that much love. You know, check it out and Give see. Give love. Yeah, because you never know when they're going to be the next memmy, right? Or the next grass. And Absolutely. Just blow up.
0: That's a really good yeah. tip. Another fantastic listening tip from mm-hmm. John that we learned. Hey, it's not... Don't put all the top ten songs that are from number one to ten on the charts on for your sure. playlist. Do a little bit of digging and, yes. and see. Yes. I, I'm i a big sucker for interesting names. Mm, yes. You have to grab me with your title and stuff yeah, like that. And how much sure. effort did you put into that and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. We have time for one more song. My gosh.
1: I can't believe it. Yeah. Alright, so I, I put a lot of thought into <clears> what are we going to do for the last song? What are we going to close out with? And what could be better than a very optimistic song from the biggest group out for for all the time that I've been here, basically. So yeah. from the start of the time that I was here, up till now, they are still the biggest group in Korea, in my yep. opinion. It and is the BTS. World. Yes, it is BTS. BTS. And their, their hit song, Yet to Come. And... So, BTS has kind of been on a small hiatus, right? They yes. haven't been putting out stuff as a group. A lot are in the uh,
0: military uh-huh. service right now as well. Right, mm-hmm. and so a
1: lot of them are doing <laughs> uh, separate activities, and that's great. But I think they, they left us with a really good song to to keep us you know, occupied in the meantime. And this is the song. It's yet to come. And mm-hmm. Jimin explained it himself. Yes. I think he explained it best that this song marks a comma in our journey. Not a period, <gasps> but a comma. That. And how... They're going to come back with a more mature version of themselves yeah. and more optimistic and more, uh, more thirsty, more hungry.
0: Oh, that's so right? awesome. And
1: I thought that would just be the perfect message for us too, right?
0: It's true. It's a comma. Mm-hmm. It's a pause. Yes. Um, It's one chapter that's ending Um, out of a book of many chapters. Yes. Uh, and I just love that you picked this song because mm-hmm. it's personally in my top three of the BTS songs oh, yeah. up there. And mm-hmm. um, this song was kind of overshadowed mm-hmm. by the global phenomenon hits of butter and dynamite. But this song came out right around there. And I just thought it was just probably one of the most sophisticated, one of the most sophisticated things that they had released
1: that's it's really beautiful. That's really cool. Yeah. You know, when I, when I first heard the song,
0: mm-hmm. I'm
1: gonna be honest and say it was kind of the opposite.
0: Really? And you thought it was sort of me out. Like, Just so so?
1: You gotta hear me out. So the reason why? <laughs> okay. I mean, it's grown on me. I, right. I won't I won't say anything bad about mm-hmm. BTS. I can't, right? But no. <laughs> no, no. So <laughs> the reason why is the writing on this song was really unique. It's mm-hmm. not something that I heard I had heard from BTS mm-hmm. up until this point. And yes, the reason wasn't. why. Was because there were a lot of uh, creative inputs from the members themselves, yes. and so it wasn't the the like pop hits that you would hear coming from them, right?
0: Song camp, like, you know, alpha, like A-listers.
1: It's not the kind of thing that you would expect to hear from them, and I think that's what kind of threw me off, because up till now, it was all, you know, the the hottest writers in the world are all coming together to write BTS. So shiny
0: and glitzy and perfect.
1: But this one was more of a natural, you know, it was more natural, and just, uh, it let them kind of shine as they are, not fit them into some kind of a uh, mold, right? But mm-hmm. let them do their own thing. Let them give their own message. Yeah. And I think that was what was really special about this song. It took me a while to catch on to that.
0: I see. I, that's exactly what I liked mm-hmm. about it. Because of out of all the shiny, glitzy, and, and right. flashy perfection, I mean, just mm-hmm. audio perfection, this one felt mm-hmm. so... I mean, yes, not as high quality. Right. But it it felt so natural. Yeah, it's... it's It's so natural, so sincere.
1: And the message too, right? How perfect is it for us? You know, um, all of us, we might not be together on the show, you Mm -hmm. know, but we're all still one big family in the music industry, right? Absolutely. And And
0: you are going mm -hmm. to be hearing... Um, John's work here and there whether you know it or not.
1: I'll be quietly in the background (laughs) and uh, hiding from the camera just as I always do (laughs) but except for this one uh, exception but yes you'll hear my music you'll hear Lena Mm. obviously and all the other guests they're all part of the big music industry family and in Korea like we mentioned it's a really cutthroat really competitive uh, industry but it's that small as well as a tight knit community right. and all of us are you know we cross paths eventually mm-hmm. so
0: absolutely don't
1: be too ashyu because no. you'll you'll hear from all of us
0: yes we'll all yes. be somewhere here i mean literally mm-hmm. there's so many people you think that you're never going to see again but You always do. Yes. You always do. Well, I look forward to the next time we see you, John. Of course. Thank you so much for just the perfect Uh um, song to end out. Not only our last K-pop inside, but... um, the today's show because we're out of time oh man <laughs> here is vts with yet to come thank you so much john for being of part of the ofd family of course Bye-bye. thank you everyone see you tomorrow everyone